Hello again, citizens. It's Dr. Phil. Coming to you once again because we are the Whip Around, the best weird news podcast you're listening to, and we can't seem to get our shit together. Uh, not entirely true. Sean needed some family time, and because I am the most wonderful and humble person on the podcast, I said, no, you're not recording this show. You go spend time with your family. So, we're still not going to leave our citizens without a, an episode or something to, to something to go on. So we've got this one from back in the beginning of the year when things were better. I, I don't know. You'd be the judge of that. Listen to the podcast and then you'd be the judge. But also, before you go, don't forget, by the time you listen to this, there will be a week and change before the opening of SpongeBob the Musical at the Civic Theater in Allentown. Uh, come on out. Support Sean. Support live local theater. Support the whip around by, by supporting your buddy Patchy the Pirate. Uh, who's coming all the way from Encino uh, to to be in this show. That's Sean's character, for those of you that didn't know. Anyway, uh, he's going to be there. Uh, runs weekends uh, only for a couple weekends. So uh, get your tickets now. I do know they're going out fast. Uh, I was checking for, for days, and the seats are dwindling. So uh, do make sure. They may have some at the door, but don't chance it. Get those tickets. Uh, come support Sean. And if you see me at the show, you know, flag me down too. I'll be the bald guy. Uh, other than that, Enjoy this show from the very beginning of this year. And don't forget, in the past, in the present, in the future, we love you. Hello? When the story involves a Florida man's penis, one <laughs> treads carefully. Hi. It's the whip around. Welcome. Happy New Year, everybody. It's been a fuck. <laughs> Starting hot. It's been a fuck getting this far. I'm Sean. Macabre stuff. There's no time. No time. But I'm not alone. So I'm Phil, and I'm science, and here we are. What's up with you? I had the flu. Isn't that funny? Oh, shit. Regular flu. Isn't that funny? I had the big old thing. Um, I was it's not the big new dumb thing. It's just I thought uh, it is not the big nude thing. Uh, I'm <laughs> that's, mis I'm that's mishearing me. you on purpose. But I uh, <laughs> yeah I thought I was I was sure I was like I have the I have the Rona I have the om I have the Omnirona I have the Omarona I have the ovary and I Omarona. I, I was like sure and then millions of swabs into my fucking parietal lobe later. Uh, as it actually happens, I have uh, had some influenza. So now I just have like that foamy, gross, like get out of my head snot that comes out in the shower, you know, so that you oh, have to great. alert the household that you're in latter day stages of just clearing out. So everybody hears you like some kind of a wounded bull in the shower, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's up with you? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Right? No, you can't be, though. You told me Why? you were busy. No, wait, oh. no, you told me you were well-adjusted and healthy, actually. Whoops. I thought I was. I was wrong. Uh, uh, well, you're not fine. I guess I'm not. I'm, I'm a liar. You have to say you're fine, but you're not fine. <laughs> no, compared to you, doing great. Uh, I guess on the whole, <laughs> on the whole, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah? Yeah, uh, honestly. anal joke for you? Yeah. <laughs> it feels good on the whole. Um, Never heard that one before in summer camp. Yeah, so it's uh, winter classes, so classes have already started for me. 
But that's fun because it's astronomy and I love that stuff. Other than that, I'm just, you know, doing my thing, trying to relax, unable to sleep, and then sleeping inconvenient times. Otherwise, normal. You know, I was hoping you would say that you were a little bummed because you weren't able, thanks to my influenza, to come over here. Well, I didn't I, know how much time we had to talk. I wasn't going to, you know. I want to leave that as a parting shot because people who were listening were like, I even talked to a friend of mine who, when I said, like, I can't do anything for New Year's, she was like, I listened to the show. Like, Phil's coming over. And I was like, <laughs> no, he's not. There's a whole thing. So then I had to, you know. Um, so, yeah, I didn't get to have Phil over because my stupid flu because bummer. his wife, There's Caroline, it. is the smartest of all of us and was like, maybe – since Sean isn't sure and he's sick, <laughs> maybe we could just like hang back. And then we ended up, you know, we Skyped about it or FaceTimed right. or whatever. But And what the bummer is, is now I've got a, a black and white cookie to eat because it's going to be like two weeks old. And I get it to you. So we're going to have to get you a fresh cookie. I'm, well, or not. I'm going to eat make, your cookie. They make me nervous. Well, on that, on eat my eat my cookie, why don't you just do your thing then? <laughs> That's right. Choo-choo. The weird is coming through. It's time for Train Rick and Lines. Hi. Cookie <laughs> Get out of the way. The cookie cart is coming through. And this cookie cart is filled with uh, five oatmeal chocolate chips <laughs> oh, and one oatmeal, oatmeal raisin. Didn't even use a black and white cookie. The man didn't even come back for the cookie. <laughs> because there was no way I was going to say one of those sides of the cookie was oh, the real one. All right. Fair enough. I'm not that stupid. Fair enough. So anyway, I've got Apparently six headlines from the week's news, but one's fake. Spot the fake and win the day. Ooh. And... Hmm? We're going to start a new pattern for the new year. Oh, that's the best news ever. Here we go. Yeah. French burn fewer cars on New Year's Eve due to pandemic. I should be typing this out. Prince, Prince Andrew asked to prove inability to sweat in civil case. False alarm from home security system summons three county fire departments over three egg omelet. Stolen Ohio bridge found. Man facing theft <laughs> charge. <laughs> That is a little too pat to say directly, isn't it? Missing thing found. <laughs> Florida man claims the cocaine and meth cops found wrapped around his penis aren't his. Hey. And man who posed as non-existent special needs brother to get diaper changed now faces human trafficking charges. Wow. <laughs> uh, bewildering, <laughs> ominous, and too fucking slow. Here we go. French burned fewer cars on New Year's Eve due to pandemic. Prince Andrew asked to prove inability to sweat in civil case. False alarm from home security systems summoned three county fire departments over three egg omelet. A stolen Ohio bridge found. Man facing theft charge. Florida man claims the cocaine and meth found. And cops run around. Uh, uh, oh, no. You can do it. <laughs> Florida man claims the cocaine and meth. The cops run wrapped around his penis are in his. Man who poses a non-existent special needs brother to get diaper change and now faces human trafficking charges. You know, I, fr I get it, man. When, you're when the story involves a Florida man's penis, one treads carefully. Even if it means going into the rough. Never charge a Floridian's on. penis. <laughs> it's like a horse. You don't want to approach it from the back and the rear. Unfortunately, you're going to want to give it like some make noise, you know. Let uh, it know you're here. Right. Uh, gross. All right. Well, I I'll say this. One of these I had heard. One okay. of these I'm talking about in Three for the Road. Oh, okay. So that's out two out already. So it's one of four. So I can't wait to still fuck it up. <laughs> That'll um, be impressive. Now, obviously, now I feel like there's chum because this one, where it's the three thing for the three alarm thing for three eggs in the omelet three that I'm like, all right, either Phil is realizing too late that I, even I'm not that dumb uh, or you're like, he's going to be so excited that I've over that I've underestimated his intelligence that he's going to jump right into this barrel of sharks. Uh, how you got a barrel that big and the sharks that small? I don't know. But what's the point? Um, 
It's like you're challenging me. (laughs) Well, okay, fine. I'll step directly in shit, Phil. I say that the three-alarm fire for the three-egg omelet is bullshit. (laughs) Fuck you, man. That better have been a fucking gift. (laughs) I also want to point out that as I was writing these last night, I was drinking a lot. I saw. Okay, can I give them a peek behind the curtain? (laughs) The first time Phil read it, and he tried not to. The first time he said it, there was an almost imperceptible head shake. Like, ah, fuck. This little little moment. He was like, I didn't read that out loud. (laughs) It's like, I should have proofread that. I hit both threes. No, Sean, you're getting smarter. You're really good. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I got to stop drinking when I write these. <laughs> okay, I just want to point out, you've got the correct false one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's the first one. Next week, obviously, the pattern will start because you can't have a pattern of one. <laughs> right. Right. We did it, though. Do you know what the pattern is this week? Do you want to take a well, I I mean, was it wasn't the third in the order though? Wasn't it fourth in the order? It actually was. It was third in the order. Dumber. Okay, well then, then I then I underestimated your cynicism, I guess. Uh, well, it was going to be like pie. It was going to be three and then one, and then somehow you were going to go. Then it was two and two, and then it was like was it something no. crazy? Okay, good, good. No, it, it's not good. The, the I'm happy to throw my guess away, just like you were happy to throw away your first pattern clue. <laughs> and we threw it into the corpse pile along with everybody else that makes an appearance in Sean's cabinet of the macabre. So much respect. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. You know, if, not, if I've taken nothing else from four years of doing this show, is I you know may not have one place to another. <laughs> I'm sorry, I stepped on your joke. You, you learned good. what? No, yours was better. Just just keep going. All right, look. Look. Um, so I didn't have time between flu and the show I'm doing. The X's at the Pennsylvania Playhouse opens January 28th. Check it out at PennsylvaniaPlayhouse.org. When available. Might we'll be PAPlayhouse.org. Just Google it. I don't know. Shit. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I think so. You should probably. Well, no. I'd go to the website, the PA Playhouse. You'll find it. January 28th. Very funny. Uh, anyhow, with all that and holiday shit... Uh, and not being Phil, just like a maniac who just perpetually generates material. You know, I I, I, I almost wasn't able to get him a cabinet together this week, uh, which is what this is, by the way. Uh, my first idea was to spotlight like a trio of stories and like do the thing where Phil gets like a couple questions to ask me when I'm done. But they were all Did depressing. He in that five minutes ago. They were all depressing. Every, I was like, wait a minute. Wait, that's not funny. Oh, no, wait, that's not <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's just really dark. Like, I forgot. Oh, right. We're in a, we're, we also do humor. We're from a comedy podcast. Right. Because I was like, oh, that's really going to bum out Phil. Wait. That's going to bum out everybody. Anyway. Anyway. So I despaired. I'll be honest. My, my co-host has been putting in extra work, or at least greenlighting me, being a mess for the past few evers. Uh, and I felt the darkness creeping in. And then. <laughs> then I remembered a story that I had in my back pocket and had forgotten about that pair of pants. Never mind the back pocket. And it's a doozy. Um, nice, nice analogy there. Thank you. JD is at it again, folks. Citizens, Does everything, Phil. this man. Yeah. So this, I don't know. Maybe this will blossom into something for me come some better day. Uh, but we've got a short but sweet JD misadventure. So maybe someday we'll do the misadventures of JD. Oh, I love that. So here we go, Phil. We're going on a macabre adventure. Uh, to Brazil we go. And again... I cannot believe we didn't discuss this before, and I'm sorry if it, if it was a threefer of yours that we both forgot about, Phil. 
we'll see just, what happens. It's just straining credulity. We didn't do this. We're in a vast part of the vast Brazilian countryside on a small farm in Brasilandia de Minas. Uh, I would remember that. Farmland. We're farmland. That's all you got to know. Um, three young men are minding their own business, quietly fishing in a lake, when, lo and behold, a swarm of the funniest white card in Cards Against Humanity, Phil. Bees? Swarmed upon them, right? So a swarm of bees comes upon these men fishing in a lake. You're opening your mouth, Phil. Are you are you remembering something? I think I did this as a headline, actually. Did okay, oh, because I knew it had to be touched. Well, anyway, there was so, yeah. Go on. So yeah. anyway, it was something. Maybe that's why it was still in my back pocket. We're gonna flesh it out. So in now a panic, gonna... in a panic, JD, thirty years old in this particular uh, part of the multi weird verse, uh, leaps. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. What? I have questions already, but go ahead. What? Wait a minute, because you said there are three guys in the boat, right? Yeah. So only one of them? No. Okay, well, go on. God dang, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm excited now. JD leaps into the lake. No. Look at citizens track me. How long was it going to take for Phil to have to wait to have his own question answered? Watch. JD, 30 years old, leaps into the lake the men were just fishing in to escape the cloud of stings. Now, his friends quickly take their cue from JD and leap into the lake. What was that, four seconds? Not, not very long at all. Okay. You're lucky you're such a sweetie. Yee. If your students did that, you'd have bitch slapped them in ways I don't even understand how. Anyhow, so they are in the lake now. Now, JD's friends quickly make for the opposite shore, knowing that swarms are only going to go so far in attack mode. Like, they're not just going to, you know, continually go through the lake and over the woods or whatever. So anyhow, they go to the opposite shore. Once they emerge on said safe, sandy shoal, whatever, they realize JD was nowhere to be found. (laughs) Turns out... The lake housed a sizable family, school, whatever, of piranha. Who, school is appropriate there. Who apparently were so thrilled with JD crashing into what must have been. I, I, the only way I can imagine this is a Thanksgiving gathering with an empty table <laughs> in this lake. JD crashed down directly into the middle. Uh, you know, the fish equivalent of an apple popped into his mouth. Uh, so they immediately attacked and were so distracted by their bounty that they completely missed JD's pals, just did not have need or didn't notice or were just too engorged in unlucky whip around uh, running joke flesh that they just didn't care. So anyway, uh, later old JD washed up, uh, a couple feet away from what where, was left of him. And it was found that he was missing his face and oh. quote, other parts of his body had been torn apart by the razor-toothed carnivor- carnivorous fish. Sounds uh, like a polite way of saying they ate his balls. It does, doesn't it? Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm no marine biologist, but yeah, they, <laughs> they ate his balls, whatever that would be called, you know. Anyhow, it bears pointing out that this doesn't happen. <laughs> Not just the fleeing one hostile creature into an entirely different state of matter only to be killed by something hostile in that other state of matter too uh you know some kind of dark pick a path you're welcome thank Uh, you but someone dying from a piranha attack at all is extremely rare we're talking fewer than one reported case per year 
And then January 15th was the last one I could confirm and find of a piranha attack turned fatal. They're obviously particularly bad luck for children and babies. Uh, we don't and most cartoon that. animals. This is true. Uh, there was a heyday in 2011 and 2012. There was one and two uh, in those years, respectively. Whoa. But alas, those days, by and large, are gone. But Phil, question for you. Are they come again? Uh, yeah, but that was just what I wanted to point out. An amazing misadventure of JD fleeing bees into the lake where he's already comfortable. They're fishing only to be consumed immediate. And I can't stress this enough, Lee, by a school of piranha. So are the bees and the piranha working together? Don't get me started. <laughs> Do not get me started. I thought of those guys who, like, come up and, like, box a car in on the road and, like, jam on the brakes and force them to rear-end you. Yeah. You know that shit? The Animal Kingdom equivalent of that. God damn it. Yeah, surprise. All God's um, creatures, damn it. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> it is amazing, by the way, because this is something, because, again, I, I did only read the headline of this, and I, I laughed because it is such a cartoon Contrivance. Yeah. It is exactly Bugs Bunny, Acme. That's a great word for it, a contrivance. This feels really like is. a fucking contrivance. It really does. And I am stunned to learn that the other two guys got out of the lake without any piranha bites. Like, I mean, it wasn't explicitly one- stated that they didn't, but when I checked this article and another one like it, no injuries were reported. So Nothing. basically, they got away, I mean, maybe a bee sting or two, but, like, no yeah. parat problems. Right. Definitely and, with their entire faces and all of their balls that they came in with. Which is just amazing that, like, you can jump out of the boat, in theory, in any direction. And of the three of them, one of them clearly landed right on the group of piranha. I mean, he went first, which is a wonderful thing when you think about bravery. Um, <laughs> because if it always works, it's just stupidity. Right? So bravery is only a thing because sometimes you get eaten by piranhas. <laughs> I mean, it's almost, it's worthy of a fable, you know? Mm. It, it's, uh, it definitely feels like there's a moral tale to be told here, or, but I'm not sure what it is. I think I can do this. You just add it. You add, give me two more pages in that one about the puppy that I always reference that's holding the bone, sees his reflection, wants that bone too, tries to yes. bite the bone in the water, loses both. Well, in mine... He then slips because he hears bees coming, falls into the water, and is like, oh, I can get both bones, and then he is reduced to bones. Oh. And then you tell, the, like kid, you tell the kid he's got five minutes to go to sleep. <laughs> or she. Or you're, you're going to start running the bath in the next room. <laughs> Which will summon piranhas. Right. Well, uh, folks, uh, it's winter over here and maybe snowing where you are. It's not snowing up here, but, uh, you know, watch out for bees. And if they chase you in the meantime, just listen to the whip around. Don't run into the water. Yeah, right. We'll be right back. (laughs) That. (laughs) I'm a doctor. Trust me. (laughs) Doctor's log. Stardate. Whatever the hell it is, still in search for Martian penis. The best we can hope for, however, right now is five stars. The best we can hope for this mission, some amount of success would be review. A nice review, something positive out of this damn mission, looking for Martian dongs all over the place. Subscriptions would be nice, too. Martian penis detected. Hope! 
Martian penis approaching. More hope! Martian penis opening fire. Damn it. Shield at jizz percent. Well, it'd be nice to go out on a lot of subscribers. Martian penis. Martian penis. Martian penis. Martian penis. Martian penis. Martian penis. We should, we should um, move on. I'm going to run out yeah, of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I know, because I can talk about cooking all day. It's, it's not – cooking is not my thing, so I shouldn't talk about it next. Weird news is your thing. It is. Especially here on the Whip Around. Yes, especially – Silence! That hurt a little bit, and it still matters, damn it. Oh. <laughs> what a season to be screaming like that, Phil. You're going to let the flu in. Is, I was going to say, is he sick? No, he's podcasting. Uh, okay, so yeah, Sean, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sean, I got he's news. white and he's ill. He's podcasting. <laughs> You're going to hate this. <sighs> Someone took a $2,000 VR setup uh, and used it. Is this an animal? God damn it. To teach rats to play doom. Why? Uh, All right. Hey. All right. Well, I assume this was free and it saved a child somehow, right? <laughs> nope. All right, well, I'll just shut up and let the magic happen, huh? <laughs> okay, first of all, it's not fully teaching it to play Doom. Specifically, no, it isn't, were... is it? No, it really isn't. No, Spe- no, Specifically, they were only taught to traverse the hallways without running into the walls, but basically only because the guy lacked the time to reinforce the rat behavior to frag people. Yeah, that's why. Mm-hmm. So I went with this article this week because it's pop science. It's not peer-reviewed. It's published online, picked up by a couple outlets recently. Ah. Uh, I'll, I'll encourage everybody to read the article because the guy documented what he did really well. And it's a really interesting thing, and it's actually pretty easy to understand. But I had to bring it in because it was going to be a lighter week and a shorter week, and I was like, this is the week for the Doom Rats article. Is it, though? It is. So here's what he does. Simple setup. Oh, First, there's more. Get a rat. Okay, good. Yeah. Simple setup. Get a rat, put it in front of a few curved str- screens so that way it, like, you know, sees in all directions, right? So all right. Fancy screens for the rat. Uh-huh. Fancy screens for that. Put it on top of the wall. Do you have a, a curved ball. screen? No, I got a flat screen. Yeah, I don't either. Good for this rat. Yeah, this rat's living the life. Not only that, you sit it on top of a, a big styrofoam ball. Oh, he gets a free styrofoam. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's a free styrofoam ball, and he can run forward and back on the ball, mm. and it sits on, like, little little uh, ball bearings, and it basically functions like an upside-down mouse. I fucking knew where that was going right before you got that goddamn smirk on your face. Fuck, I hate this story. <laughs> so as it runs, the Doom guy runs, right? And then you basically just do simple operant conditioning to train the mice. And we all know what operant conditioning is from high school. I thought you said rat. I'm sorry, rat. It is a rat. I was thinking about the mouse joke. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, this guy, if you're pulling a prank on me, like, I'm, no, on, I'm, I'm Phil, I'm on you on them. Like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> it's a rat. So you uh, basically, when you do good, you give them a reward. And when they do bad, you you do something not Phil. great. Yeah. Frag a little, well, little less than that. Otherwise, it's uh, a <laughs> they, they don't learn very well. So uh, basically, they just set it the up. One behind so them, when, Will. When it was running without hitting the walls, you just give them a little drop of, like, sugary water that they could drink. When you hit the walls, basically they had like a little hose that shot like a little puff of air, like either in their face or up their butt. <laughs> all right, I feel very different about this story all of a sudden. <laughs> well, this is brutal, it, but like kind of funny. 
it's you a deterrent. Were, like, they were, don't like that feeling. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? <laughs> Forget the death penalty. Start giving some of these prisoners some reverse farts, and they will shape the fuck up. <laughs> Start inflating their colons when they bump a wall. I'm in. I'm in. Yo, they ballooned him. <laughs> the floating man starting Arnold Schwarzenegger's colon. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so it turns out, by the way, that this works really well. Reverse farts? The, yeah. Yeah. They, well, they got the rats to be able to walk through the doom corridors without bumping into the walls. Like, they knew what to do in yeah. terms of traversing it. And they've never seen tighter rat ass in their life. <laughs> it's incredible. You could make a diamond. <laughs> Balloon knot. <laughs> so here's the last part of this. There's more. All right. <laughs> so works great, but they didn't have time to do the shooting, like I said. And part of the reason was they don't have thumbs to, like, click anything. Oh, so, right. Oh, right, 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 right. So the plan was, and he didn't get a chance to do this, to put the rat in a little harness so that when it, <laughs> when it like, stood up on its hind legs, it triggered the gun. Right. So the scared rat immediately fires a gun, basically. <laughs> basically. So if it rears up on its hind legs, it fires It fires the gun. He did not have time to do the rig and to really test it thoroughly. He hmm. said, but preliminary results look like it would work. This is real and not like the beginning of a Spider-Man movie, right? <laughs> Apparently. It's not so, a yeah, villain so- origin story. Like the Rat King comes to life. Like uh, was it, That was, uh, that was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, no, I know, but I'm saying, like, it's the same idea, this sort of, you know, urban-y, you know, uh, villain story. There was the Rat King and Ninja Turtles. There were, like, countless guys like the Shocker and Spider. It's always a thing of, like, I just wanted to make the rats smart. You know, I'll show you how smart they are, you know. (laughs) So, I mean, but that's what we've got going on. And aren't the Ninja Turtles in Marvel? Oh, no, the Ninja Turtles are in DC. No, no, they were Image Comics, I thought. No, but I I mean now. Oh, now? I don't know. I am useless to you in this segment. That is a in good fact, I'm actually harmful to this story. No, I, I think you have done exactly what I was hoping you were going to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, and thanks, and you're welcome. I, did, I didn't know I wanted jokes about diamonds being made in rats' anuses, but you know what? We got them. Well, when you reverse the fart, you take what comes. <laughs> We have fun on the whip around. That we do. So, I mean, that's really it. That's all we got. It's a light. (laughs) Just that. Just that. That's what we got. We've got man training rats to walk through doom corridors. And by the way, he did do this with three rats. And of course, one of the rats showed better proficiency than others, but it was doable with all of them. And like I said, it's a fun article. Read the article. Something fun and light to start the year with for everybody. Yeah. Sean, do you have anything else you want to add? Oh, man. I don't feel qualified. Um, it is interesting that Doom is just such a – I get it, the simplicity of blah, 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 and, like, it's, you know, it's something that everyone sort of learned and had, and so it, It's you also know, modular, and, and you can very easily make yeah. your own levels, which is what was done. Like, it was done you to know, be a very simple, straight kind of corridor. And I like, you know, but, you know, the snot in me is like, can we please, you know, get away from, like, Doom? Can we, like – Put him in the high rule or something. Because tell me you don't want to see like a rat like running in the middle of a field and like headbutting a chicken, and then there's like a chicken storm coming down on the rat. You see know? what the rat does? Yeah. Well, it's funny you mention that because actually there was another article I chose not to do that was um, it that was, one was so silly. 
what was so dry it was um people are using uh Sid Meier's civilization games uh to judge how fit people are for management positions oh that reminds me back in the day you know they used to have this thing where they were like people in police training are playing Sierra's police quest games to like help to, which is such bullshit on its face Oh, absolutely. But the civilization games require, you know, strategy and thinking and, you know, deeper thinking and planning. So does policing. Well, it does. does. (laughs) Maybe they should make the cops play it. We are culturally relevant. Maybe they should make the, maybe maybe they, you should make anybody play it. Honestly, Mm. I would say this, not just for rats, and I'll end it with this, is everybody is starting to realize that video games aren't just entertaining. There's a lot of things you can do with video games that are, you know, in some way, absolutely insightful to either the people that are making them or the people that are playing them. And and we can use them for a lot of good, whether it's training rats or, you know, assessing people's higher thinking abilities, higher cognitive uh, levels. This is probably just a big plot by big styrofoam ball, though. <laughs> Let's be honest. And and let's be honest, you knew this was coming. I was going to say, what, what, what? Because you said a couple of weeks ago, you knew, I foreshadowed, we were going to have a round of, fill me in? Yeah. 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 Fill me in? So, look, lots of good stuff has been building up, and I'm going to ask my buddy here to fill All in right. the blanks on five headlines. These, These are real be headlines. Big fail. Big fail coming. <laughs> Five headlines from the recent news in the, around the world, and all the headlines just have a blank in them. I'm going to give you three choices, and you've got to tell me which one will fill me in. <laughs> it's never not kind of gross. <laughs> when I you know, describe, especially with, especially with the rat anuses happening. Oh yeah, it's not great. God, it's not great. Those rat anuses are happening. Mm. Reverse. Do I have any farts. rats in this? All right. So, <clears throat> are you ready? I think we both know I'll never be. <laughs> Here we go. First one. Five-year-old blank elected mayor of Colorado town. Kindergarten valedictorian. <laughs> bag of weed. Or basset hound. <laughs> uh, what was the, the actual... Can I hear just the regular sentence with the blank again? Five-year-old blank elected mayor of Colorado town. Was it a kindergarten valedictorian, a bag of weed, or a basset hound? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to... Oh... <laughs> Oh, my. I, I'm going to say the, the kindergarten valedictorian and hope for the best. No, it was the, it was the Basset Hound. I knew it was the kid or the dog. <laughs> Nobody's I mean, that cool. I was, like I said, I was drinking when I was writing this last night. And <laughs> I was like, like Here. what else would be in Colorado? Oh, right. A five-year-old bag of weed. Let's see. Uh, the serial killers from there are all dead. Uh, weed. <laughs> there you go. All right. So you're 0 for 1. That's okay. Pressure's off. You don't have to worry about throwing a perfect game. Oh, no, Phil. Talk about patterns. Watch this. (laughs) Blank vending machines are a thing in Germany. Is it sausage, lederhosen, or gimp mask? Okay. uh, (laughs) You were drinking, so we're just going to let that happen. That can sit right there. That's fine. Um, Good on you, option C, that I'm not taking. Um (laughs) I feel It'd be amazing if it is. I'm uh, I um, sausage or lederhosen. So I guess you could technically have like a like something for Oktoberfest, you know, um, where someone could come. I, you know what I mean? Like they have don't they have scrub machines in hospitals, sort of thing. They could have that like some kind of simple lederhosen, maybe. Yeah, not like you buy that, but they have like a. Anyway, it was in scrubs. I assume it's true. Um, <laughs> 
I'm going to say it's sausage because I just made myself laugh about the very existence of, the, of option B. All right. I joked hey. myself into some truth. When I when I wrote the later hosen, I was just picturing like Robin Hood men in tights with the big egg. Okay, all right. So no, I was thinking more like it'd be like almost like a fold. They're all folded up in there, and you like a newspaper dispenser, not like a clunk clunk. You know, I like your idea is is uh, more practical and very unsanitary. That's <laughs> horrible. I don't know why we all these lice. <laughs> oh, ew. Yeah. Here's your third one. <laughs> Blank found to be radioactive. Is it gen- genital depilatory cream, glow-in-the-dark pop sockets, or anti-5G necklaces? I don't know of any of these items. What? What are the options? Genital depilatory cream, hair removal. Okay. I'm sorry, Phil. I'm unexperienced <laughs> in, in having to do something to lose hair. I'm sorry. I'm real sorry. <laughs> say, both of us choose razors, not the depilatory cream. I know. Well, other than that, it's sort of a natural gift we have, but go ahead. <laughs> Two bald dudes. Um, Glow-in-the-dark pop sockets. The pop socket, the thing you stick on the back of your phone to give you the, like a better grip. Okay. Again, I'm not that person. Okay. Neither am I. I don't use them. And uh, anti-5G necklaces. What's happening? All right. Well, apparently I'm 70 years old today. I don't think any of these things are real. So Blank uh, found to be radioactive. Right. One of those. So I'm going to say that it's the pop socket. No. It sounds I'm like the most st- likely to exist. I'm stunned that you didn't find this. It's the anti-5G necklaces. I didn't. I've never they're, heard of that. They're a bunch of idiots. They're like, oh, this will protect you from 5G. This will protect you from 5G waves. 5G? And it turns out it's radioactive. What's 5G waves going to do in their mind? Exactly. What are they? But what are they? You know what? Don't. Don't even answer that question. Nobody answer that question. Do not write into the whip around at gmail.com attempting <laughs> to answer that question in a satirical fashion. <laughs> do not say care of Phil Laporta. Here we go. Fourth one. Friendly blank befriends entire Oregon elementary school before state police are called in. A Dilf. singular, a singular of wild boars. What? A friendly singular of wild boars. A singular is the group name for wild boar. Oh, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah, a foul-mouthed crow, or a homeless man dressed as Santa. Friendly blank befriends entire Oregon elementary school before state police are called in. Singular of wild boars, a foul-mouthed crow, or a homeless man dressed as Santa. <laughs> literally hitting his head, folks. That's what that sound is. Because it's not going to be Santa, and I fucking hate that. You're going to have made that up, and that breaks my heart. <laughs> I'm going to say it's the cursing crow, because that's rock and roll. Yeah, that really happened? Yes, it really did. Nice. And, of course, we'll put all the links to the real stuff in the show notes. Um, so check that out. You're the, and, one okay, who thought, you're, you're the one who thought of homeless man dressed up as Santa. I'm leaving that on you. Well, can I point out the fact that the state police had to be called in for fucking crow? Yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Hey, hey, he's got a foul mouth. You don't know. Yeah. They had to get him from Mel Gibson. You get it for a crow. Everybody, you say some shit, they're going to get you. All right. Don't be racist, crow. I got Mel. Bad, I, so guess what? Now pressure's on because you're two and two. Oh, you fuck. need this one to win. Well... Robots use blank to fight invasive fish. Is it kazoos, quantum physics, or fear? (laughs) Oh, man, all my specialties. (laughs) It's the first time all three of those things have been listed together in any context. Except my resume. Um, (laughs) hmm. 
I because I I just I don't know. It feels so very Batman. I want it to be fear. The robots are going to use fear against these fish. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. I won. Fill me in. <laughs> you did win. I feel so in. dirty. And you should. What'd they do? How'd they scare them? Um, it was a question of the way they made the robots move, I think, if I remember reading the article. I read this one a while ago. They call it the sup bitch. <laughs> it's the jerk Wait. forward and they slap their fins on their chest and they <laughs> jut their fish chin out. It's the sup bitch. Roll up. Sup fish. Sup shrimp. Well, Sean's going to assume a threatening posture and enjoy his win. And we will be right back with three for the road. Fish bitch. Yo, Philly, are you tired of sports talk radio? Are you tired of trivia Wednesdays, morning bitch and complain lines, or afternoon sound offs? Give Potadelphia a try for a refreshing look at the goings on for the Phillies, Flyers, Eagles, and 76ers. I don't have a button. All right, good. Well, let's just announce that to them. You know what I mean? Like, I can't wait to see how this goes. This is going to be. Amazing, amazingly, amazingly, what the hell? Precisely. So we're back, and it is time. <laughs> and it's for amazing. Our, a part of the show we're actually going to do quickly on this thing we said was going to be a quick show. It's time for three for the road, which I introduced very slowly. That time of the show, we talk about the things we uh, didn't talk about during the regular run of the show. Didn't fit them in the theme of the show, such as it is. What's going to happen is Phil and I are going to volley back and forth three times a piece, talking about things that are uh, you know weird news stories that were burning a hole in our brain. We didn't have time to talk about. I'm, I'm fucking telling you the rules. You get it? What's going to happen? Uh, that thirty second turn goes by. You're going to hear something a little bit like this. And that is Bell, uh, the sort of second fiddle to Desi, saying that it's time to shut the fuck and move on to the next person. And once we do that three times a piece, again, that'll be it. That'll be the show. We'll do some plugs. And then we will inspire you to plow forward in your week and, you know, conquer all the obstacles so that you can come back and listen to the whip around again. Uh, I believe Phil has talked enough for a little while after doing that to me in Fill Me In, forcing me to win that game. Ugh. Uh, so does he have any questions for me? Because I'll probably go first. Um, if you were going to train something to play Doom, what would it be? A rat. And if you were going to not use Doom, what would you use? Two rats. Are you go? My rat king! In cloud of the chance of reek news, a pale, shitty shadow of biblical event took place in Texarkana, Texas back in the 29th, as citizens bracing for a sudden storm one afternoon found themselves being showered in fish! Yep, for several minutes around 4.30, what happened, uh, what appeared to be a white bass, came splorching every goddamn way, said area used car salesman James Outerish. Uh, quote, there was a loud crack of thunder, and when we opened up the bay door, I looked outside, and it was raining real hard, and a fish hit the ground, and then I said, it's raining fish! And Brad was like, no, it's not! And I'm like, no, it really is! And fish are dropping here and everywhere! The biggest of the smelted pelt were about five inches long, apparently, the Sturgeon Storm was mainly located over Outer's dealership and a few buildings nearby, so no major worries, but I just wanted an excuse to say it's a raining salmon! Hallelujah, it's a raining salmon! In paging Dr. Sherlock from the No Shit Institute News, astrology, check your star sign to start the year and prove how stupid you are. Upcoming research will be published in the journal Personality Individual Differences suggests the belief in astrology is associated with both high narcissism and low intelligence. That's right. Not only are you full of yourself, you're also dumb shit, so you're full of shit. All insulting aside, obviously a lack of critical thinking would lead lead people to believe that uh, the position of Uranus can affect your mood, (laughs) but, (laughs) again, rat Uranus. Uh, (laughs) But the higher narcissism, just ask a practicing magician. Audiences love to believe that all this is all about them and their special and unique people. Uh-huh. N was 264 for the article and almost 90% like of the you. people were women and recruited via Facebook, so not really good, but I want to see this study expanded to prove that most astrologically minded people, men, women, younger, older, that's silly. Uh, guess what? Mars didn't align for you and retrograde is just lapping someone in a race. It doesn't excuse your bad mood, you douchebag. 
Over and we're running out of human time now news. At the close of 2021, a tiny town in Wales was held hostage, terrorized as, quote, more than a dozen locals reported being attacked with some uh, even sharing, quote, gory images of bloody bite marks and deep scratches requiring tetanus jabs amid the two-day rampage, which only ended once a lunatic culprit setting the hamlet of Buckley was caught and sentenced to inglorious death. Yes, a gray squirrel named Stripe. Is that laughter? This is no joke. A gray squirrel named Stripe was once a garden visitor that one idiot in town kept feeding, but soon the rodent showed its true allegiances, becoming more aggressive by the day, eventually nipping at dogs and, quote, chasing people down country roads before turning his goofy asshole teeth on humans themselves. Eighteen residents were bitten, all of whom, of course, is getting scarred with tetanus shots right now, and all would have been lost if Stripe's enabler herself hadn't caught him in a cage using peanuts as bait, and now he's scheduled to be euthanized. But the moral of the story is what matters, people! Rise up and punch down! <laughs> and thanks, I hate it, news. Uh, Japan, seemingly whole things, uh, home of all things technologically weird, has outdone itself yet again. Hard to believe, I know. This time a Japanese professor has invited a device called Taste the TV. Yes, that's right. Mm. You can now taste the excitement on the screen. Quote, in the COVID-19 era, this kind of technology can enhance the, the way people connect and interact with the outside world, says Homi Miyashita, a professor at Meiji University in Tokyo. Uh, he anticipates uses for distance learning for cooks and sommeliers and at-home quiz shows. Uh, the device would cost around 100,000 yen to make or about 860 U.S. dollars and utilizes a series of 10 flavor canisters mixing and matching to create tastes of various foods for the viewer to try is done by spraying the stuff onto a film that rolls the, over the TV for the viewer to lick. That's right. Step right up and lick your TV. Good intentions aside, let's be honest. We know this only gets adopted widely if porn adopts it first and uh, yikes. <laughs> Shit. In story so good, you risk <laughs> a shitty source news. The New York Post is reporting that an adult man who poses as a teen in needing of a diaper change is in some legal trouble again. Oh, um, hey. <clears throat> quote, Rutledge Dees, the fourth, uh, 31 of Mittery, was arrested last week after detectives investigated a text message in which he claimed to be engaged in an alternative therapy and offered to pay a babysitter to change his diapers. The scam was simple in its creep factor. Uh, Dees would uh. pose as a disabled teen named Corey, lure female health workers via online want ads, then pose as Corey, complete with actually dirty diaper, and then try to score sexual favors. <laughs> And I, it's, hey, it's 29, in 2019, dude was given parole after being convicted of, quote, 10 counts each of sexual battery and human trafficking for the same shit. So thanks a diaper load to the justice system for making a doubly sure thing that Captain Ass Rash could try for one last skid mark hand job before sending Ty's baby dick to the clink. And finally, in back off, man, I'm a scientist. Hey. Researchers have compared the intelligence of 329 aerospace engineers and 72 brain surgeons against over 18,000 members of the general population. And to put the phrases, it's not rocket science or it's not brain surgery to the test. Turns out, no, uh, nothing other than an incredibly uh, in-depth and specialized knowledge set, there's nothing really separating those professions and the results uh, and their intelligences of the rest of the population. Relative to the other, uh, rocket scientists were a little better at mental manipulation, the neurosurgeons were uh, surgeons were a little better at semantic problem solving, but compared, none of the groups showed a specifically better set of abilities. Um, at best, the brain surgeons were a little faster problem solving, slower at memory recall, so whatever. There you have it, folks. Specialized knowledge does not mean you should be able to solve any problem someone presents you. So stop saying those groups should know everything. I'm tired of hearing it just because I'm a physicist, I should know everything. Cut it out. Now I just want the next study to prove that I can't solve all problems because I'm also a magician. Fucking cut it out. Stop asking. That's a, that would be a whole episode's worth of a discussion right on that topic, Phil. Because I didn't think of it from your perspective, and you're right. That that idea I that get it's like shit all the fucking but now, time. But now wait, because I I thought of it from an entirely different perspective, and that's the one where somebody might say like, "Hey, you know, just because you're at this." You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think that there, the other angles on it have a lot, I think, to do also with what, who gets a chance to be those professions. So it, it, like, sort of shines a light on, like, right, but who, 
I don't know. That's too deep. It's too deep. It's a whole episode. I think we should unpack that question on a different podcast that's less funny. Jesus, um, that was three. And again, in our continuing war on brevity, we've turned to three fifths of the road in an entire episode. No, really? That's an interesting thing. Th- it th- is who's, absolutely Who's fast. smart and who's not? Are you kidding? I just wish that they, you know, they had a larger population of engineers and brain surgeons to test to really like, you know, get that because it was a little small compared to the 18,000. But it's just such a great result. And it's like back off, man. Yeah. Like we don't have to know everything. Stop expecting that much. Yeah. And English teachers, too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> hey, uh, do you like jokes that are that are really good and sometimes they're also about sports? Do you mind if I do this first, Phil? Yeah, go for uh, it. Well, how about you listen to Pod Delphia, the uh, the favorite uh, Phillies Eagle. podcast uh, of the Philly sports kind of this particular show, where they talk about sports on a Philly angle. So they've got oh. uh, all that stuff that Phil oh. is saying, and but it's all oh. green and winged and has sevens and sixes and on it, and stunningly the, made the playoffs. The weird puck thing that's the uh, one in the, in the oh, get on you. And the gritty and all. So, yeah, check them out. They have new episodes that come out every Wednesday. Uh, I've asked for a brand new uh, 30-second spot from them, so hopefully we get some, like, new vocals from them on our show soon. They're great people. It is hosted by three of our favorites. Am I right, Phil? Favorite number one, Dave. Absolutely. This is in no particular order except for the one no that – I was going to say. No, hang host, on a minute. That yeah. hosted the whip around before. That's the only reason that he might be in front. And then there's Sarah who has done cool favors like uh, recording stuff for all of us before. And then there's one more whose name I forget. Juicy G. Zelak. New episodes every Wednesday. Check them out after you check out the whip around. Yeah. And uh, I guess the next thing to plug – well, let's just do this all out of order then. Let's go crazy here on our first show of the <gasps> year. Citizen Gabby! I knew you were going to do that. Sure, because you're psychic, sure. No, because I'm an Did English you teacher. Did I tell I'm... you that? Yeah, yeah, totes. Totes. My ass, my mouse ass is in retrograde. <laughs> I have no good idea. You finally beat me on the segue. I don't know how to get from there to saying check out her art in a nice, clean way. So I'm not going <laughs> to try to use that to segue into checking out Citizen Gabby. Just on like the, spike on, strips. On, uh, Spike strips like, all no. over the road. <laughs> it's like, slow down. Turn around. Don't do this. Don't I got him. That's like, you're welcome for not segueing that way, Citizen I had to, Gabby. But I had check to, out Citizen Gabby on TikTok wreck the and show. Instagram. I had to wreck the show to screw him up. <laughs> so just threw a it. fucking red shell down at me. It's like, no. Uh, hey, Phil, you want to uh, say anything about your spouse? Uh, yeah, my wife. Uh, magician's assistant, Facebook page, and Etsy shop, and also uh, the redheaded tailor on the tick and the talk and the Instagram. Uh, still doing beautiful things, and you know the way Broadway is going, she may have some time for commissions soon. She'll see. So you know we shall see. But Stay it sharp. never hurts to ask. Free quotes and everything if you need it. Also, don't forget tailoring. And if you happen to be in the area, if you want to send it things to her for adjustments or repairs, she can do that too. So uh, you know, check her out. Send her messages. Broadway level talent. And- and again, uh, with Valentine's Day, you know, a month and a week or two away, yeah, that's you might want the special. Yeah, really. It's going to go fast. You know it's going to go fast. Come on. And I'm going to be back in school before you know it. Yeah. Too. So Phil's going to need something. Let's all Alrighty. get something for Phil from Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> the shipping will be very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, you and can so buy is Phil. Mail it. Well, we knew that. <laughs> Uh, what is left? Are we? Is that it? Did we do it? I mean, we should tell them and remind them that you know the best thing that you can do, and I mean this sincerely. I think Rate the best us. thing that no, I Subscri- was going to say draw us naked and then put clothes on us like paper dolls. 
Yes. Well, there's that too. But share the posts. Like the the best thing you can do is send someone the link to the show, oh, send yeah. them the website, the whiparoundpodcast.com, and say, hey, listen to this funny show. That is going to be the best thing to do. And I'll tell you right now, okay, we're, starting the, we're starting this year. And we we have goals for this year, and we want to increase the amount of citizens we have. So give us a hand. We we've got no, we've got direct no. We're not being vague anymore and saying it. We want more people. We want to get in people's ears. So, so look, you're gonna send have it out. yeah, you're gonna have to send it out, or you guys are gonna have to start reproducing and just making your kids listen. <laughs> oh no, Phil has drawn a line in the sand. It's got to happen. We I... got to have more people, and this is how we're doing it. We're having you citizens help us out because there's nothing better than word of mouth or ear or rat anus. There's sand all up in his toenails. Like he has carved a line in the sand. So we, you know, from Phil and from me, A, more people. (laughs) You figure it out. Uh, B. Want your help, need your help. C, we love you. D, kind of sorry about that. Uh, and uh, whatever letter we're on now. G, goodbye. Bye. I didn't know I wanted jokes about diamonds being made in rats' anuses, but you know what? We got them.